I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. Everybody and welcome to Simpsons is greater than a podcast, the podcast, whatever you want to call it, where we take a look at the cultural impact of everybody's favorite nuclear family. You already know who it is, the Simpsons. As always, I'm your host Warren, also known as Bart of Darkness. Some of you may know me from my Simpsons collection on Instagram and Twitter. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great if you want to. But if not, you should go check it out when this is done. This episode is an interview with my friend Alex Mayhews. Alex is a super talented artist that also happens to make a lot of Simpsons-related paintings. We talk a lot about her relationship with the show and plenty more about why it's so great. So how about we just get started? What do you say? Episode 6. Alright, so today I have with me my friend Alex Mayhews. Alex, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. Good morning, how are you? Awesome, I'm doing just wonderful. It's awesome to uh, get to hang out a little bit on this lovely Saturday morning uh, with you. <laughs> sure. Um, so, uh, you know, how have the last couple of months been for you? How have things been over there uh, for you during this uh, pandemic? Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, it's different for everybody, but like, um, I work alone in my studio, so I've been able to still travel there. It's not far away, so I can travel there and I could still work. And it was a place that where I could like safely leave my house and spend time. So it wasn't like I was felt like too cooped up or anything. Um, but yeah, it's been okay. You just kind of doing still painting and still doing work. And that keeps me pretty sane. Um, but no going out or seeing other people or going to the pub. But it's like here it's starting to kind of ease up a little bit, which is nice. So the reason I started this podcast was not only to talk to Simpsons people, but to talk to fans of The Simpsons, more specifically creative people, artists, musicians, and people that feel like The Simpsons influenced them some way creatively. Um, and, you know, for anyone that's not familiar with what you do, uh, just sort of give us a rundown on uh, on what you do. So I'm a sign painter by trade, I would say, but I do quite a specific part of sign painting in that I usually only work with glass and I do a lot of gold leaf work and stuff, which is really cool. Um, most of what I do is really typography based and a lot of lettering and stuff. But then I do also have this like weird offshoot of what I do, which is because I'm a massive Simpsons fan, I kind of Initially, it started because I kind of thought like, oh, you know, they're yellow and gold leaf and that would work really well. And I kind of made this, the first thing I ever did was a painting of Homer and it was kind of a joke. And then that was maybe <laughs> six years ago now. <laughs> and uh, people kind of saw it and because people love The Simpsons and then they would ask for different characters and then they were asking for scenes and then they were getting more and more obscure and stuff like that. So I guess probably the main reason that I'm here with you is... <laughs> because I paint a lot of stills and characters from the Simpsons and then I use gold leaf in them as well. Well, for, for anyone listening who is not familiar with Alex, um, aside from the Simpsons, she does so much amazing work. So you definitely, when you're done listening to this interview, you definitely need to check out all her work. It's fantastic. I'm, you know, a big fan of Alex and, and what she does. So, um, you know, were you always interested in art and design in some way, even as a kid? Yeah, I think so. I was always kind of like drawing and painting and like stuff like that. Um, and then I went to um, university and did an, uh, like an art degree, design degree and stuff like that. So that was always something that I was doing, but I didn't know in like what direction it was kind of going in. And I was kind of trying to feel it out and doing all kinds of different things. And then um, I kind of did a project towards the end of my university degree where I it was about traditional sign painting and the history of it and the Victorian era and all kinds of stuff. And out of that, I kind of got this fascination and I pursued that once I left and I got an apprenticeship under a sign painter and started doing that more and more and then um, kind of started working on my own. And then the specific part um, using gold leaf and stuff was like a 
like a switch just flicked and I was like, this is what I want to do all of the time. And then I kind of have been like ruthlessly pursuing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. And, and, you know, one, one comparison I can make, um, as one of my favorite things about the Simpsons, obviously is the color palette. And I can say the same thing about, you know, a lot of the things that you make, I think you make really great color choices. Mm -hmm. Um, you really use some really interesting, you know, textures and fonts and, I just, I, I really, really like that aspect as a, you know, I'm, I dabble in design and art myself for my job. And uh, mm. so I just have such an appreciation for that. It's really great. Um, it is, I mean, particularly the Simpsons stuff really lends itself. There is such a specific color palette and there are colors that I use that I'm just like, oh, that's like Milhouse's and Marge's hair blue or like that definitely like Lisa dress orange or whatever it is. It's like, those are so specific and they don't change. And that's like across the board, you know, it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I actually something I've never really talked about on the podcast so far is that I have a background in uh design and screen printing and things like that. Oh, and, awesome. and I always look when I when I find a new, you know, a company that makes shirts, one of the things I always do is I go, Oh man, that shirt by comfort colors is almost an exact match to Bart's original orange ish shirt. And I always am looking for things that are a perfect match. So that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, those little details really make it for me, I think. And especially depending on what I'm painting, the reference image I'm, I'm using, like obviously like older things will have that like weird faded background or like there's just certain like indicators that um, kind of help you tell how old the image is because yeah. it, does, it varies slightly. And obviously like much newer stuff because it's also clean and graphic, it's, you can tell the difference. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um so, you know, to, to sort of dive in uh, to The Simpsons to get this rolling, where did your relationship with The Simpsons start and, and what are some of your earliest memories of the show? I think like a lot of people who are our age, it was always there. I'm 31. So like exactly, you know, like the age. Oh, yeah. So it was just like always, always there from a really, really young age. Um, but I guess like like earliest memories in, here in England, it used to get shown at like five or six p.m. So you'd like uh, you'd have your dinner or whatever, and then you'd rush and sit in front of the TV, and I'd be there with like my brothers and sister, and like we'd all be watching it. Even uh, like my parents, like my dad and stuff, everybody would be watching it. And so it was on uh, BBC for ages. I remember when I was younger. And then I think I went to Sky for a bit, and then maybe in the past few years it's been on a different channel channel four here now but um even now occasionally they'll do like a they did like homer day and on like the whole day they just played like homer's best episodes or like mr burns day and stuff like that so it's something that's like still on tv here and it still gets shown but i can remember it being on tv all of the time growing up you know it was like always always there yeah i'm i'm, I'm always curious about that because um, you know, you, obviously in, in America in, in 1990, it was the biggest thing in the world. Like you couldn't, you know, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing it. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious if it was like that for you. Sounds like it sort of was. I think so. I think it's definitely like a visual thing. Like I can spot like something like, like Homer's head or Bart's head from like a mile away. It's so distinctive. And like, I feel like merch or whatever it is of, you just because they did make so much stuff you see it everywhere like impossible like uh, listening to um your episode with Yardley she was just like mind blown about all of the bizarre things that have existed but it's like everything and so you'll be in the weirdest place and you'll see like a I don't know like a bottle opener or whatever it might be and it's just like wow everything exists with them on it so it definitely feels like it permeated everything every part of culture and so yeah, yeah, it's hard to escape, I think. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was quite the same as in America, but like globally, I think it just went mad. Like all yeah. of the stuff behind you is like insane. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's it's the greatest show ever. And um, the UK, actually, I, I talk about this some, but the UK actually made some of my favorite Simpsons stuff, like uh, a lot of the best like bath products, you know, shower gels and things yeah. like that. And, <laughs> A lot of that yeah. stuff came from the UK. You know, Vivid Imaginations is a company from the UK that made so much cool stuff. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I saw uh, the, so like uh, I don't collect much stuff. I do get sent a lot of stuff, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, one thing I do really like is specifically like ceramic Simpsons goods. Oh yeah. So like mugs and plates and figurines and stuff like that. Like I tried to keep it narrow, but um, I saw you put up a 
it's kind of like really janky, like uh, Homer. <laughs> and like you said, that was from the UK, but I don't yeah. know if it's like, we do have like, um, like a real history of like Chinaware and like mm -hmm. ceramics and stuff in this country. But just who are these companies who were like, yes, these figures yeah. are what people want to buy. That Homer you're talking, it was made by a company called Harry James and they made a lot of Simpson ceramics in the early nineties and they're all really wonky. Um, mm -hmm. but they're all, they all look sort of hand painted and they never, I had two Barts, uh, that were the same, uh, mold at one point, but they are not painted the same. So everyone looks a little different and, mm -hmm. uh, that stuff is really, really great. Actually, um, I bet if you look around, you could probably find some really obscure ones that I've never seen because that Homer I had never seen until recently and he's really crazy looking. <laughs> yeah. So weird. I just like, yeah, I keep looking out in like, um, like charity shops or like thrift stores or whatever for like. Cause that you do find like um you know like the trainers the high oh, top yeah. Uh, yeah like I found a pair of those it was like weirdly a, a like charity shop brand uh, not far away but they had loads of pairs like where did they come from yeah I'll I'll share I'll share this story on the podcast because I actually have a little bit of inside info on that um, a buddy of mine Chris shout out to Chris who's a collector from the UK um, he said that supposedly one of those shops. Um, bought a storage unit that was full of those shoes and a lot of them were water damaged. Okay. So the, so the boxes were sort of messed up on several pairs and they were selling them for close to nothing. So Chris actually bought several. Um, I bought a few from him uh, because those shoes used to go for a ton of money. So if, yeah. if anyone out there has noticed those shoes popping up more recently, uh, you have this <laughs> random charity shop <laughs> to think for so strange. Yeah. But just, yeah, that's just an example of like that they made every single thing. And like another thing that I thought was really interesting that Yardi was saying um, on the previous episode, there's tons of Bart merch and Homer merch and everybody loves those guys and stuff like that. And she's like, well, where's the Lisa merch at, you know, but like now, um, I think there is tons, like all that new van stuff that just came out. It's like really Lisa heavy. Oh yeah. Um, like people are really rooting for us. So I think that's like a nice change in tide. And also like the Patty and Selma stuff, like oh, this, yeah. for example, uh, but also like that. there's so much Patty and Selma stuff. They're like the people's princesses. Now people absolutely love them. And like, I don't know yeah, who could too. have predicted that. It's like really <laughs> odd change that's happened. But cool. No, it is. It is a good thing. And I, I agree. So if you hear this Yardley, you're no, no one hates you. I promise. We all, we all love you. Everybody um, loves Lisa. <laughs> everybody loves Lisa. Um, so more importantly, uh, and this is sort of a deep one, but I love to get this take. What do you think makes the Simpsons special? I think, I guess like the longevity thing is one thing, but like, I think the writing, like spectacular writing, and that could have like, you know, that writing could have been translated into a sitcom or whatever. It could have been real humans doing it. And it still mm -hmm. would have been amazing because it's amazing scripts and Un stories and ideas. Yeah. But then um, to have it as like a cartoon, I think kind of throws you a bit. And it's like, you know, impossible things can happen and like it's stylish and there's no budget and you can have whatever, but it also allows for um, voice actors and all these people kind of chiming in, which keeps it really interesting and fun and all these like special characters and one-offs and stuff. Um, but I think like without good writing, it would never continue. It, would, it couldn't, you know, because it's one thing right. to look cool or be fun or whatever, but unless there's real substance behind it, it's it's not going to last, you know. No, I thought totally. it was so interesting you saying about. Um, I mean, we'll probably get onto this, but that you <laughs> still that you watch all of them, even yeah. like um, even new ones, which I haven't. I'm not necessarily like a one of those like seasons one to ten purists. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch the new ones, but what I enjoy is the visual of it. I love the like season one animation. That's why oh, I love yeah. watching. So the newer ones, I get put off by how it looks before I even like get to the story or anything. And, is, and, yeah. and that's interesting because I, I do agree to some extent. I, I think at a point they almost got too good at animating the show. It's almost like too good. But yeah. yeah. But in recent years, I will say um, they have sort of listened to that. Like there used to be a lot of shadows and everything had a bunch of extra shadows and stuff. And yeah. I think they've really pulled that back in the last couple of seasons after seeing the way people okay. react. And I do think that the show for the most part, uh, stays fairly consistent in the way that it looks up until 20. And then it sort of, it sort of starts changing a little bit. So, yeah. um, you know, I do think, um, and this is something, 
uh, that I've that I've talked to other writers about and stuff is that I think the writing is a lot stronger than some people give it credit. And I think if you did animate some of the newer ones in the style of an older one, I think more people would would probably like it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But like obviously what I do is so like I will literally sit there and paint these old things. And so I feel so like connected to the people that originally drew them and like just like old Homer for me is like the best. And so oh, yeah. when I'm painting that, like there's just so much style in it. And when I'm painting a newer one, it just feels like less. It, it does. Um, less personal, totally less hand drawn, you know? Yeah. I can totally see that. Um, well, you know, speaking of that, on that same thought, what, what, what impact creatively do you think the Simpsons had on you other than just visual? Or is it just something that since you were already into art, you sort of saw a connection to, to what the Simpsons was doing? I think it was probably, I think it, like everybody when they're young or whatever, when you're like tracing cartoons or that's how you're drawing and learning and stuff like that. It was so, um, it's such a fun bunch of shapes. You know, it's not like you're um, trying to sketch like a really realistic person. It's like some circles <laughs> and some lines and some spikes. And I think to a young mind, that's really simple and you can kind of translate that. So maybe that definitely fed in, but also like the fun and the colors of it. Like my work is really bright and playful and that's what I enjoy about it. And it definitely has a lot of that. So if I'm painting a scene and it, it you know, it's bright pink or fluorescent or whatever, like I love that about it. I love the color palette. Yeah, it's 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 great. It can't be stated enough just how I mean they really you it's know so nineties, like quintessentially nineties, like lime green, bright fuchsia, like eyes bleeding colors. It's right. So many purples and weird greens and blues. It's just it's really beautiful. And um, you know, with I guess one thing in addition to that is since The Simpsons uh started, there's always been sort of a connection uh to art or focus of art in some way, you know, bootleg shirts, street art and things like that. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, that color palette and just the choice of weird shapes and, you know, no chins and all this stuff, all these ideas that Matt had from the beginning, I think that really is what started that connection. I mean, I guess it has to be. Yeah, it's such a um, competent and full language in itself that when it does get, um, even when it's really abstract and people are doing really obscure, weird, broken down did you, there's a bicycle, like a bicycle frame, and it was like each, um, I don't know anything about bikes, each part of the bike was like right. <laughs> broken up into strips of color, and those were the characters, and you could tell, like even that um, being so reduced to its bare essence, like the, those five colors in that order, you know that's Homer. Like, yeah, you, you recognize it right away. I, I think that was made by uh, State Bicycle. I think I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about, Not not to... You know, I'm not sponsored by them unless they hear this and want to send me a bike. Um, <laughs> yeah, me and Alex would love bikes. So state, if you hear this podcast, uh, those bikes are great. And if you still make them, shoot one to us. We'll send you our, our uh, addresses. They were awesome. It's one of those things that like, I mean, I'm sure you obviously have this loads, but anytime any Simpsons thing comes up, people send it to you. You know what people sent me so many times? That person that got all the characters tattooed on their toes. Yeah. Oh, honestly, about 200 times. I was like, yeah. yes, I've seen it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love all of you and I love your messages. But sometimes when I get something for the 15th time, I might not sound that excited. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but it's just like everybody sees it and go, oh, I saw this and thought of you. And it's like, oh, that's really sweet. Cool. Thank you. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen it 300 times. Thank you. Thank you anyway. <laughs> Well, so I know I noticed you said that the first thing you the first thing you painted was a Homer painting, yeah. Um, sort of the one with like sort of the gradient background, sort of sort of thing like that. It was like a blue background, and it was just him from like the shoulders up, and it was just him like smiling, and that was it. And I was just like, oh yeah, I paint this as a joke, haha. And I put it up, and like instantly, someone was like, oh, can I buy that? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, and then like someone messaged, and then they, someone asked for a bar, and I was like, oh yeah, sure, I can do that. And then you know, just snowballed. Yeah. That's really funny. And well, so it looks like a lot of the early ones you did were more just like, Oh, here's, you know, here's Bart, here's Homer's head, here's things like that. How did it progress into painting actual, you know, scenes from the show? And, and what was the first one you did of that style? Do you remember? Well, that's a really good question. I don't, I used to think like, I'm going to remember every single thing I've ever made. And like, <laughs> that hasn't happened. I've made a lot of things and I don't have a great memory at all. I can't, think what the first scene might have been 
I'm really not sure. And then now they just get weirder and weirder. And every time I'm like, because sometimes I do repeat them or someone wants another one of something I've already done, which is cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, they just get odder and odder. But then I'm like, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I haven't done that. Or I mean, there's like infinite classic, you know, stills. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, that's actually a question I was going to ask you is if you're like me, you, I look at, I look at Frankiac all the time. I look at all so many time. screen grabs. <laughs> yeah. How much time do you actually spend looking at those? Cause it's a lot of time for me. <laughs> Quite a lot of time. Just, I don't, do you know the the guy or woman or who, do you know who made that website? But no. if you hear this, like you are doing truly a service for the world. Absolutely. Um, so sometimes people will send me like a, an image this big, really pixelated, and it's not the best moment of the scene or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I want this, but I can't find a bigger one. I'm just like, okay. And then oh. like, I'll go on it, find it. And then it's like every single thing, you know? And I'm like, do you want his mouth like this or like this? And like, it's insane. Like that website is truly so useful. Yeah, I, if, I you can't, if you can't find it, you can search by word, like everything. I obsess over like uh, if it's a scene of like Bart and Lisa sitting on the couch, and uh, you'll realize that if you you can click through like twenty different like variations of where their mouths and eyes are, and um, that is that just really really speaks to me. Not only as a huge you know dork, but as just a fan of the detail. I mean, literally, if you make a GIF from that website, it's it's just a scene with no audio. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, my only complaint, yeah. again, if you hear this, and this is just the this episode with Alex is the if you hear this special. Um, if you guys, if you guys hear this, please make Beyond Seventeen. You have eighteen, nineteen, and twenty DVDs now. So if you could just please uh, at least make it to twenty. There's so many uh, that I want to make uh, stills of that I can't. So if you could just do that for me, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was uh, just what I remember that uh, Yardley was talking about, like how they're making the show remotely now because of everything that's happening and that they can right. still do it and stuff like that. And then you were talking about like. Um, uh, like doing it live, yeah. Like if that's an issue, like if you could do that or anything like that, and it just uh, instantly made me think of uh, in the Pucci episode where he's like, "Is this going out live?" And they're like, "No, it's a terrible strain on the illustrator's wrist." <laughs> so good. Such I just don't a good know, joke. Such a good joke. But I just don't know. Like I love listening to that, and like her humor is so fantastic, and she's still like so passionate and interested, and like obviously engaged by it, which is wonderful to hear. But like. I just like constantly in my head was just making jokes like oh yeah just, just, like you know yeah wanting to ask stuff because it was so interesting yeah you can't stop well you know and, and back to you know why the simpsons is special i think that has a lot to do with it too because you look at the passion of the people that work on the show both from the writing to the animating to the to the voice acting but then you look at you know it makes people like me collect a room full of stuff it makes people like you want to just make these special pieces of art for fans. And I think she was saying that she loves seeing like fan art and stuff like that. And I was like, that's so wonderful. Like, because it is everybody, there is such a, like you were saying like bootleg bark t-shirts and graffiti and all of this stuff is like, it's just massive. Everything around it's massive. And then sometimes if I'm talking to like maybe an older person who's just like, so what's your job? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I paint signs and stuff, but also I do this other stuff. And they're just like, what? And like that's your job i'm just like yeah it really is like it, it ebbs and flows but sometimes like last week all i painted was simpson stuff yeah i mean it's just it's there's not a person on earth that doesn't know what it is and and there's people that don't like it i think those people are frauds but you know if they're <laughs> talking about those people yeah god i mean whatever they what do they know but it's you know when when you see things like what you create it's just a reminder that this one off joke that an animator, you know, only made a few frames of could be something that someone remembers forever. They get it tattooed or they, you know, I, Absolutely. I, it's an in joke that they've used for like five years and they say it like every day or it's in the back of their head or, you know, it's, it's, it's mad how it's really dug its claws into everybody in our generation. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, another reason, Another reason that I really do love the work that you do, you know, is uh, you you use a, a nice mixture of just, you know, early season one, but you also do some really obscure scenes that, you know, that some people wouldn't think to get. And uh, a, a good example of that is the the rat head coming out of the doll that you just did, which I really, really love, by the way. Um, what What is an ideal type of scene uh, for you to paint? Like, what is something that you're like, oh, I got to paint that? 
It, it sort of just depends. I like it, it's various things. Like sometimes people approach me and say, I want this thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Or I'll be watching an episode and I'll pause it and be like, that's so good. And screenshot and be like, gotta paint that, whatever. I guess for me, it either has to be like, obviously because you can't, um, it's not moving. So you don't get that joke. But if it can be a perfect still of like an exact, like a joke, like, freeze frame almost and you get it <laughs> or if you can look at something and you hear it in your head and you're like oh yeah sometimes i put up them and i'm like i don't even need to caption this like you know exactly what this is or i'll put up a tiny little teaser bit of it and it's so obvious what it is so i guess for me stuff that's like quite instantly it, it like it just really registers with people they know exactly what it is from the get-go you know right yeah, no, I, and and that's that's <laughs> again. I talk about the the head coming out of the doll, but that this that's like when I saw that, I was like, these are the sort of things like you see people get tattoos of like you know Stuart the Duck and like things yeah. that are literally like these one off jokes that that most people are like, how is this a Simpsons tattoo? And I think that is again like just when you can recognize something based off a one time joke or just the colors alone, that is, that's is just another Testament to, to what yeah. you do and to the show. So it's awesome. But it is sort of, it is sometimes those like one second characters or those really throwaway things that like, just, if anything, people hold on to more and make a bigger deal out of than like long running characters or anything like that. You know? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, so you talked about how the requests get a little, a little odder and odder as, as time goes on. Do you do you have a couple that you thought were just like really bizarre or do you know what you think the weirdest request was? Um, I'm trying <laughs> to think. Some weird ones. I had to do that. So I've done the Lizard Queen loads. Classic. Amazing. Amazing. Works really, really well. Everybody knows it and loves it. But one I did do was um, right afterwards when she gets bought into like the holding bay or whatever. And then there's a guy in the doctor's jacket and he's like, give her this and these and all of these. <laughs> and Selma's uh, like, oh, thank you, doctor. And he's like, oh, I'm not a doctor. You know? <laughs> so I painted one that was that guy and it said, oh, I'm not a doctor for somebody. Like that was, wasn't even the lizard queen part of that joke. I thought that was really good. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah. And one time, well, this was years ago, but I had to paint the screamer pillar. And at that point, I don't know if I'd even seen that episode. And I was just like, I have no idea what this is. And I had to go watch it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I could go and paint it. But like, if I don't know what it is, then I have to go and find out before I do it. Because I'm like, yeah. I've got no clue. You know? I love the way that little uh, Screamer Pillar is drawn. It's that, that's that's a really great episode. Um, he just looks very, I think, a, like some, a, maybe a more modern episode would have made him look less like silly. But he just looks like really, I don't know, he's got a really funny face. I love the drawing of that guy. Yeah. Uh, um, I know you also, you know, you did that series of uh, Millhouse paintings that were like, yeah, you know, at the beginning really, of <laughs> really beautiful frames and, and all like that. Um, yeah. Do you still have people asking for that Millhouse? I'm sure you do. Yeah. So it's something that I, uh, first time I painted, it was years ago. There was an exhibition in Liverpool. Um, it was amazing. Uh, and it was a Simpsons exhibition. And so they'd got all of these artists from all over the country and everybody had made like all kinds of different, like um, people who did like sewing. It, that's where the Marge um, dresses, the outfits was. Have you seen that picture? Oh yeah, yeah, wow. So that's where that was. Um, and all kinds of other stuff, and, like loads of amazing artwork and stuff. Um, and I also did like the split Homer. So it was five sheets of glass. And oh, the first yeah, one yeah. had an outline and then the next one was his muzzle and then his eyes and then uh, crayon was like the last one. But when you looked at it face on, it kind of worked. Um, so, yeah, that exhibition, I made it there and then it was really popular then. And so I made a bunch of them after that and then it kind of went quiet. And then every now and then someone would ask for it and then I paint it. And like, it's definitely the thing that I painted more than any other thing. Like people are just bananas for Millhouse. They can't yeah. get enough. And then at the beginning of lockdown, I was kind of like, I don't know how this is going to go or if I'm going to have a lot of work or not, or who knows, you know? And I was like, okay, well, I've never done like a pre-order and maybe I'll try and see how that works. And if that's, a, if that's good for me. And so I made 15 of these things and like, it kind of just turned into like a treadmill. Like for like two weeks, all I was doing was the same painting of Millhouse. And uh, it was really cool in the end and they're really popular, which is great, but I kind of, People have been asking, I'm like, yeah, not yet. I can't do that again. Yeah, maybe stress. later. Maybe later I'll do that again. Yeah. <laughs> so one one thing, you know, I'll, I'll tell a little quick background on our friendship. One one of the reasons or the reason that I even know Alex is 
Uh, there was a, a situation a few years ago where this guy was like a real jerk to me in DMs and I, I, I didn't post his name, but I posted it. And I was like, Hey, here's how not to act on the internet, you know, in three parts. And I remember Alex responded to that and was like, wow, some people are just really stupid. You know, and like we had this little conversation and she was like, you know, I think you need a gold Bart for that and sent me a gold Bart. And, uh, ever since then, uh, I've been following Alex and just been like a huge fan of her work. So um as a you deserved a, it. it felt like i felt like with like such a massive collection of all your stuff i was like i want to be in that like yeah alex had to be this. in it but that yeah. yeah 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 and it's, it's great it actually hung in my office for a long time and now i actually have it in the room so it's it's like part of the room but um i think that's a testament to like you know you're talking about how people ask for the mill house and you're like ah oh, you know maybe i'll do it later but i promise you guys alex really just wants to uh wants everyone to be happy so that's, really that's the vibe. That. <laughs> it kills me. <laughs> it's the bottom line. I'm just like, is everybody happy? Everyone's really happy with all this stuff. Okay, great. Would would you say that you're you're one to sort of like put out fires? Yeah, kind of a little bit. Um, but I just I'm so grateful that I get to do what I get to do, and that people ask me, and like the emails that I get from people are like just Simpsons jokes, Simpsons jokes. Oh, sorry, a door's gonna slam. <laughs> Um, I could just see that happening in slow motion across the room. No, the lead, the lead up is great. <laughs> so tense. Um, yeah, people, but like that kind of makes it easier, you know, like, so I work really, really hard, but it's, I feel really appreciated and people really love that stuff. And like, I like the Simpsons stuff, especially brings like such humor into my work. So even when I'm like tired and I'm pending something, I'm just like, this is the most ridiculous thing. What am I, what is this? What am I doing? Uh, yeah. so it's like you can't take it too seriously you know true so i'm working on this segment of the podcast and i'm still this is still early stages guys so bear with me but i'm gonna call it the big three or something like that and it's gonna be three questions that i ask most people more specifically non uh you know people from the show so the first one is who is your favorite character and why it's really hard usually i think i say to this question like I'd like maybe you should like exclude the family because oh maybe not I don't know it's um, hard it is really hard I'm not really, supposed to be easy <laughs> no I really uh I really like Mr Burns and I really like Principal Skinner I think that kind of humor like when Skinner goes dark like Vietnam flashback dark and stuff is like some of the funniest stuff like that really gets me and like it's just really twisted relationship with his mum um makes me laugh a lot but also kind of Mr. Burns I can say definitely like uh the character I enjoy painting is probably Mr. Burns like the way he looks and his like long nose and his hair and stuff like and he's like hunched over shoulders like he's really stylish and cool to paint so probably him yeah he's he's really awesome um do you do you have a favorite season <sighs> Or do you know what it is? Everyone does, but do you, do you have you narrowed it down? I should say, probably season one. Interesting. I mean, really, really good. Uh, I mean, like, I have an iPad, and all it has on the iPad is season one to ten. Literally, that's all that's on the iPad. And it, sometimes, if I'm going traveling or whatever, like that's just I can just play and watch whatever, or make them random and watch episodes. But or you know, maybe like season three, I lean on a lot, and maybe five. But like one, I was thinking about it, and like. In terms of what I like to look at, season one for me has got some really cool, like loose, weird animation. Yeah. And that, you know, anyone who heard episode five uh, with David Silverman, a lot of it, you know, David and Wes Archer and a lot of the early animators, they deserve so much credit as to like how free and interesting those characters look because Matt really let them try some, some cool things. And I, I, I definitely, from a writing perspective, I think season one is great, but it's far from my favorite. But visually, there yeah. are some there are some really low moments, but there is just these really these moments of triumph, like these just really interesting, beautiful. It's things. it's just like yeah, absolutely. But because of my work, I do take everything really visually, and so obviously the writing and the humor is all wonderful and stuff. But I can't help but look at it with like, oh, I want to paint that, or that looks cool, or the way they've done that is great, or oh, why have they drawn that, or like you know, just weird little things that I can't help but be drawn to. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's, that's cool. It's actually a pretty big discussion uh, these days, I feel like, because some people overlook season one 
or, or they say like, oh, you know, I love two through whatever. And I'm like, hey, come on. Like, I know season one is quite different, but we wouldn't mm-hmm. be here without it. So and I, I love how dark season one is, you know, jokes it, about. Well, I think that's what I quite and, like. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a like a British thing or whatever, but like, yeah, it, it's quite. um yeah, it's not as upbeat as some of the rest. And like, for that reason, it's quite human. Like one of my favorite episodes um, is uh, Life in the Fast Lane. And like, that's an episode about like Marge maybe going to have an affair. Yeah. Like, kind of dark, but like also like they're real people and like, you know, marriage is hard and all these things happen and he's kind of a jerk the whole time in it. And like, but that kind of like... um torment and she feels like torn and stuff like that and you're like oh man the writing in this is amazing but then visually as well it has like the dream sequences which are like is incredible I love the color palette I got to paint that and I was like so happy about it um but just yeah like kind of all of it it's really the shots and stuff are great yeah yeah. I, I think I think that's really cool too to hear because um, you know, season one, I, I feel like it was, it was, I like what you said about it being more human. I, I think it really was this, you know, new concept told through animation, but it was all these other elements brought in. That's another point that David said. You know, kind of, kind of for adults. Like it was like kids like to look at it because it's bright, but it's like, you know, adults will watch that and be like, well, yeah, I can relate to that. Or I know how that feels kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they say, you know, a lot of people do say it, it wasn't. It's not that they were saying this is not for kids, but it definitely wasn't marketed for kids originally. But mm. there's just, you know, those those drawings are so appealing. And I, I I think you made a good point earlier, too, when you say, like, the shapes just sort of lend themselves to a thing a child would want to draw. And I do think that has a lot to do with it. So I like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so do you have an all-time favorite episode? Or if not, what are just, like, a few of your favorites? I know you've mentioned a couple, but... Yeah, so definitely Life in the Fast Lane. Um, I guess like uh, if Life in the Fast Lane is like Marge maybe being unfaithful, then like um, The Last Temptation of Homer, the Mindy Mm -hmm. episode, kind of, uh, you know, it's basically the same episode, but reverse or whatever. Um, I don't don't know why specifically. um, I guess because they're like, yeah, it's that thing of being human and they're not, like that's the real, like, People can relate to that, you know, and it's yeah. not just like a, a fantastical episode or, you know, Bart's jumping a canyon or whatever, like all these <laughs> surreal weird things that can happen. Like Lisa gets a pony, but it's just like, oh, these are real relationship. Like, you know, their marriage is a thing and it has ups and downs and it's, you know, they're navigating it. And that's, I, for me, that's really engaging, I think. But yeah. then also like similarly, like, I don't know. Trying to think of other episodes. It's so <laughs> difficult because you're like, anytime people are like, what's your favorite character? What's your favorite episode? And you're like, you just think of like a million things, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, you know, I, I've said this before where usually when I ask someone a similar question, when they finally find the answer, I say, we all know that's not a real question because if I named my favorite five episodes right now, if you asked yeah, me in a week, it would change. Yeah. It would change in a yeah. week. So it's true as well. I think like, um, sometimes I do want to watch certain like it was I don't know certain emotional ones or whatever or sometimes I don't I'm not in the mood for that at all one that I like can't really watch anymore um oh god when like Abe's girlfriend dies oh yeah oh my god it's crushing I think the last time I watched it I maybe cried and I was like yeah I don't think I can do that anymore it's like so heart-wrenching it is. It's really sad. I mean, and you notice that I think the older I get too, like watching earlier seasons from when I was a kid, they, I relate to them in a totally different way. It's like, uh, you, you feel something different for a lot of those things when you're an adult, I think. I think also they do, they are teaching you if you are younger, they're teaching you about loss and and like other, di- like also just as a general education about like history, geography, everything i'll be like yeah or like science like yeah i know that because there's so many so much stuff yeah. like they did a service to everyone as a mild education um <laughs> but yeah like like when bleeding gums murphy dies and stuff like that it's like that's part of life and they didn't they don't shy away from it and they're like yeah we're gonna kill this character and it's gonna be really difficult and that's you know kind of like a plot development and a like a starting point for lisa and the blues and all this stuff you know yeah it's really, it's really true. Um, well, it's funny because, you know, I, I actually 
wanted this interview to to be a lot about you and the things that you do, but it's just a love letter to the Simpsons, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, but you also it's great, it's great to listen to because I listen to loads of podcasts while I work because I work alone. But it's wonderful to um, have one that's about so much stuff that like you're like yes, I know exactly like <laughs> what you're talking about. Or like I also really love uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast just oh, yeah. because his humor is so Simpsonsy, and like he'll do a lot of voices that are just like straight out of it and like he'll and he'll talk about like when I was writing on Simpsons or this or this and oh, it's yeah. so lovely to get those like little gleaming moments of like yes tell me more I want to hear about that you know I love Conan and you know he's one of our redheaded uh brethren so yes. <laughs> <Truly>. <laughs> um so, but I do, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit more about things that you've done other than The Simpsons before we, you know, wrap this up. You've also worked on some projects with Guinness and, you know, lots of other cool stuff. What are some, what are some of your favorite projects or things that you've, you know, had a chance to work on? Um, definitely the Guinness thing was amazing. I'm a really massive fan of Guinness, drink a lot of Guinness. And uh, that sort of got picked up <laughs> by somebody. And I ended up um, making these kind of bespoke traditional kind of pub signs which like my work is kind of born from that anyway so it made loads of sense but as part of it I got to go over to Dublin and go to the factory and go in their archives and look at the original drawings and there as a brand they have such an incredible um, rich strong history visually of like all of their ads and everything that they've done and they've really um, protected that and like nurtured it and so getting to use kind of slip into that um, stream of language and get to use that and kind of have free reign was like absolute dream come true so that was really really good um i don't think what else i don't know it's quite a lot of stuff for booze companies i think there's like <laughs> a weird tie-in with like the booze and pubs and sign painting which like i'm not complaining about but no. like it does kind of work that way yeah know. well there's such a rich history um at least you know my my american brain sees a rich history in London of just pubs and, and like, you know, hand painted signs and things, which I think is really, really great. And mm -hmm. I think it's cool that you're able to, you know, nod to like sort of a vintage style, but also put your own spin on it, which I really think you do. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, that kind of is it. And I do definitely draw a lot from like all of my reference books are like old typography and lettering and um, old signage and stuff, which like, you're right. Although like America does definitely have its own style and history of that too, but a lot of um, the English companies and stuff, um, the, yeah, the style's quite different and I do enjoy that. But then, you know, globally, they still have that. In Every country has their own version of it and their own style and stuff that they're doing with it. But I think it's great to kind of acknowledge and see, draw from the past, but also definitely like push into the future. And I love using bright colors and keeping it quite modern and fun. And yeah, that's kind yeah, of, that's cool. Stuff. Well, one, one, one of the things I want to ask before we go is, uh, you also love license plates and I really want to know, uh, how that became such a staple of your social media presence. <laughs> oh man. Cause nobody would let it die. So <laughs> there was, um, like, uh, on my mom's road where my mom lives, uh, somebody had a license plate that spelled uh, mischief. Also, the other thing is, in England, it's not necessarily like in America or New Zealand or other places like that, where you can just have words. Like, when I went to Chicago a couple of years ago, I saw loads of plates, and they were just like words. People were just getting mad stuff just written as their number plate, and you're just allowed to do that. But here, you have to have, like, letters and numbers kind of in a certain format. And so people get really creative with, like um like illegal kind of fonts and stuff like that so that letters look like different things or whatever but basically once you start looking for them you can't help it you kind of your <laughs> eyes are kind of always like just glancing around and looking at cars and stuff and so i there was a weird period where i spotted loads of them and i was putting them up and then people started sending me them and then more and more and more and then now as as well as people sending me pictures of Simpsons tattoos on people's toes. People send me so many number plates, but I don't mind that so much. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, you know, as someone who runs an account about my collection and, and attempts to run accounts about this podcast and, and all these other things that I do, I, it's actually inspiring how, how much time you find to compile these photos. And like I, anyone who doesn't follow Alex, her story is just a treasure chest of funny oh, things so. um, <laughs> more than anyone I know. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't have any. I think that's why I feel like I'm like, I never have free time because I spend it all on 
Instagram's awful. <laughs> but I also feel like a duty that people have sent me the stuff and I'm just like, oh, well, I really appreciate that. Like, yeah, let's put it up and people see it and they like it and stuff. I don't know. It's, it's a cool, for someone who works in their own a lot, it is a cool way to kind of have a connection with people and kind of communicate with people. If you are just in your studio or they're doing stuff or whatever, you know, there are loads of people like you, for example, where you become friends on the internet and like, that's as real, like as real a friendship as anything else nowadays, you know, like people yeah. do connect that way. And like, I have like met people on Instagram and hung out with them and they become friends. And it's just like, it's a really, I remember when Instagram didn't exist and I didn't have an iPhone and it was really slow going. And then that kind of exploded and I started using it. And for, if you do have a creative job, it's like invaluable tool and it's free and like you just it opens you up to a whole world so like big companies will be in my dms and be like hey this is cool can we share this or like hey let's talk about doing a thing and it's just like you're so accessible and visual like um visible to people which is great yeah no it's it's really true and and that is one thing i will say like uh running this instagram has allowed me to make friends all over the place i mean i know People like you, Simpsons collectors from other countries. And, you know, I, I consider, you know, all of those people real friends. And it's been really cool to do that. And also, if one thing is apparent from this interview, uh, Alex and I want to be sponsored by all of you. So any any company that hears this, like if you want to send us some stuff, like, you know, we're, you know, I'm not a sellout, but I'm, I'll, I'll play ball. No, I am a sellout. Please just give me the opportunity. I don't, I don't get enough opportunities to do it. A really cool thing that did happen was um, when the Vans Simpson stuff did come out, they hit me up because I've done it like a little bit of work for some of the van stores um, in London, like a little bit of design work and like signs and stuff. Um, but they hit me up and it's like so obvious that I'm like a massive Simpsons fan and they were like hey we want to send you a bunch of stuff like can you put it up and I was like yes like <laughs> it makes so much sense like sometimes brands will approach me and I'm like this doesn't make any sense and like it's just going to seem really insincere and obviously not a good match Yeah. Um, but this I was like this is like the most perfect no thing. it is and also, and also everybody was talking about it everywhere like that was a really big deal what stuff did you get all this stuff some stuff yeah, it's, it's, you know, and, and again, like Vans is a perfect example of, you know, a company that does it correctly, I think, because they made stuff that looked really awesome. And I want to be transparent. Vans did send me stuff, but I would say this anyway, because I did buy some stuff on my own. Mm. Um, I think they sort of understood what fans were looking to get. And there's a couple of things that I, you know, will admit they could have done differently. They did get the number wrong on Mr. Plow, which I don't know if anybody noticed that. I understand why, but that's like, I could talk for a, a whole podcast about just how they mess that up. Specific. Bonus, bonus episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to do that. But um, I understand why they made the mistake. But um, anytime that I've been approached by a company about working with them, it has to be something I actually like because if there is one thing um, that I will complain about openly it is the accounts that draw people like Simpsons in big quotes because those characters do not look like Simpsons characters. And I think 99% of those accounts are absolute trash. And if you're, if you're listening and you do one of those, I'm sorry, but it's terrible. So stop. Yeah, it's not great. People have, um, uh, people have asked me, most people just send me a screenshot or whatever. And they're like, oh, I want this scene. I'm like, amazing. Let's do it. But sometimes people are like, can you draw me like Marge doing this and this other thing? And I'm like, no, no way. Not only do I, like, I don't think of myself as an illustrator. I don't do illustrative work. Like, it's mostly just like lettering, you know, and then since and stuff. But I'm like, if anything, all I want to do is just like live through the animators and the colorists. Oh, the other thing I was going to say, um, there was a, I can't remember what her Instagram name was. Um, I guess she's still on Instagram. She was one of the colorists for the show and she was selling off cells. Did you see that? At all? I did. Um, oh my God. What, what is her name? Her name? Why, why am I forgetting her name now? Yeah, she was she was selling off some really interesting stuff. She actually is. For me, I was just like, I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is like my job. This is like what I do. Oh my god, I want a piece of that so badly, and I, I didn't get one. But I think maybe some people in this country did. Some of the people that I followed maybe bought some, and I was like insanely jealous about it. It, it seemed to go pretty quick. Um, yeah. oh, it is driving me. It is driving me insane that I can't think of this. I'm sure there's someone listening that's like screaming at me her name right now. Like something underscore colors. Oh, yeah. No. It's yeah. It's Simpsons. <laughs> color and i think her name is karen if i'm not yeah. mistaken that's, yeah. that's what I'm, she, I'm she was kind about. of 
she was kind of putting up like she was a colorist on the show and she was putting up examples and like cells and like just stuff like that like I felt so um like just fascinated and like I want to touch that and see it and look at those colors and like yeah it's just it's so nice if I'm if I'm ever painting something and it is for a still and they've like weirdly missed out a line somewhere I'm just like oh that tiny one little second detail is like that's what I really like buzz off. I love it. Yeah. And I, and I love hearing someone else obsess about that because that's the stuff that I, I mean, if something is, is like the really little special moments of like weird mistakes or, you know, miscolorings or things like that. Like I get, my brain can just think for hours about that. So yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I think, I think that about does it. I don't want to keep you for, for too long, but I want to know if there's anything cool that you're working on or anything that you have coming up that you want to plug or just anything that you want to tell people. Uh, I don't think so. I'm just uh, painting a whole bunch of Simpsons stuff. I always get, like, last week I painted loads of great Simpsons stuff, but usually it's, like, for people's birthdays and stuff like that, and then I can't, I have to wait until I can post them because lots of people follow me and I, you know, don't want to ruin the surprise or anything. So I'm like, there's loads of stuff I'm, like, <gasps> really excited about to post, but I can't, like post about it or anything like that um no I'm kind of just taking over it's been a weird six months and like I'm just grateful to keep kind of keep my head down and keep working and that kind of brings some normalcy to like I'm like oh okay yeah well you know at least I feel like purposeful and that's cool and um yeah I guess I'm just kind of plowing on yeah that's 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 I mean I I can dig it I'm definitely in the same boat well Anyone who is listening, I'll say it again, please go follow Alex. You can find her on Instagram at Alex May Hughes and definitely go commission some art from her, like request some ridiculous scene from the Simpsons that you want. And she will turn it into a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. And, um, Alex, again, I'm a big fan. Awesome to hang out. And, uh, I'll definitely, definitely be seeing you soon. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) If you enjoyed this podcast, Check out the official Instagram at Simpsons is greater than, or follow me on Twitter at Simpsons is great. If you're curious about me or my Simpsons collection, just search for Bart of Darkness on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for checking this out. I'll see you next week.